Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the True Achievements podcast. Joining me today, as usual, I have Dave. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Friday. Friday feeling. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's not down here. It's all gone a bit rubbish. See, Summer so has Always sunny in Manchester. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jack's here. Hey. Hey. We're all good, yes? Great. Yeah, groovy. Okay, let's crack on. We haven't really played very much. I have finished Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. So is that finished for story, or have you gone back yes, for another collectibles? I didn't do the collectibles. No. So there's no chapter select, and there's 44 collectibles to collect. So I'm probably not going to bother with that. It's, <laughs> okay. it's 100 Gs, I think, for that achievement, but I can't be bothered to do the whole lot again. I thought it was good. It didn't really like crank up towards the end like everyone suggested it would it felt quite samey for the last couple of hours and the last hour is really really grim like quite depressing and pretty disgusting okay so it was good but i didn't think it was like groundbreaking or five bafta award winning or anything like that so yeah it was worth playing though yeah i definitely enjoyed it jack you've played nothing dave you've been grinding i don't know if yeah. that's well, there was using an app. There was there's games that I've wanted to play, but I've probably got like a couple of nights a week, like over the past start of this year anyway, where I've actually been out to play stuff, and I just got bored of playing you know rubbish for GCSC, and now we're yeah. eliminated. There's all the stuff like Assassin's Creed Origins, so I've been kind of just working my way through the locations and you know clearing yes. some of that up. That's quite satisfying, isn't it? I yeah, <laughs> just ticking off boxes on a map. Yeah. But, um, there's a game called Mutant Football League, which the first oh, yes. 900, I think it's like 900 or 950 gamer score, you can get in a couple of hours, which I did. But then there's, there's one, instead of like in American football, you tackle and stuff like that, you can actually kill them in this game. So once you tackle them, you like stamp on the red or... Oh, yes, I remember. You can yeah. turn into a monster and throw them around. And there's one of the, one of the achievements for getting a 1,000 kills in that game. So right. I think you can get probably about 20 to 30 or so in a, in a game. So it's it's quite a long time to do it. So I've just been kind of putting that in and doing 30 minutes or so a night and working towards okay. that. Boring, that sounds. Yeah. Uh, I've actually started God of War as well because um, everyone's been getting very excited about it. So uh, it's not obviously an Xbox game, so I won't talk too much about it. But, yeah, it, looks, it just looks like... Hellblade and Horizon <laughs> and all the other games that look exactly the same. It's even got the same start as Horizon where you're going around with a family member teaching them how to hunt. It's almost, you know, it's just exactly the same. It's just a reskin, isn't it? It is. It's, it's almost like a pinball game. 10 out of 10. Um. Like, I don't know, it just looks the same to me. Um, to be fair, I'm only like an hour and a half in, but um, and I've got stuck already in a <laughs> okay. sort of big battle. Are you enjoying yeah. it though? Would you recommend yeah, it playing it if you've got access to a PS4? Well, everyone else seems to think so, so don't take my word for it, but I'm, I've not been blown away by any stretch at the moment. It's got quite a cool mechanic where you can chuck your your axe. Uh, so you have a, you have a, an axe as your main weapon and you can, you fight demons with it, but you can throw it as well. So the problem is if some of the bad guys, if you get too close to them, they absolutely mullow you. So you can do a long range attack. So you hold left trigger to aim, just like a first person shooter really, and press right trigger to throw it. And then it goes, it, quite often it will go through them and then you press triangle to pull it back so you can actually okay. hit them on the way through and on the way back it's like a boomerang so yeah it is like a boomerang so basically it's Thor it is like Thor yeah <laughs> exactly that okay um, 10 out of 10 apparently 
So let's talk about streams on um, Tuesday last week. Oh, we've done a lot of streams this, this week. I played the sequel to one of the best games I've ever played, which is on Xbox Game Pass, Casey Powell Lacrosse 16. Uh, there is a new version, Casey, Casey Powell Lacrosse 18, uh, which we played on Tuesday, and it felt very similar. Um, <laughs> It's. I'm used to playing FIFA, so I assumed the controls would be very FIFA-like because it's a sports game with the ball. Yeah. However, it's not at all got the same controls. But I did sort of get there in the end. Scored a few goals. The achievement list looks quite fun. There's one for getting a hat trick. Uh, I played some of the single player against the computer. I was three goals down within a quarter, like really quickly because I just didn't know what was going on. But I did pull it back to three all uh, before the end and then they went on the rampage and um, I think one five three in the end. But it was quite satisfying scoring a goal because it was so hard. You have to like flick the right trigger up to shoot. Uh, not the right trigger, the right stick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is a bit weird. And then I went to do some work and then Jack had a game against Ollie. So how was the how was the local multiplayer? Um, the local multiplayer was all right. Um, the the one thing I found interesting about the local multiplayer, when you're playing FIFA or something like that, a basketball game, um, you have goals on the left and right hand side of the screen, and mm. you're kind of equal in terms of what you can see of the pitch. But on this, it was orientated 90 degrees around, so one goal was at the top and one goal was at the bottom, and that made quite a big difference when you were playing because if you're running down the pitch and you're trying to aim at the goal it's a little bit more difficult to see where yeah. the opponent goalkeeper actually is yeah and to aim sense. so it felt like it almost put you at a disadvantage depending on what side you were playing on it didn't seem to swap around halfway through the match either oh what that's mm. rubbish yeah so i was expecting the third quarter and fourth quarters it was going to either flip it around but it seemed to flip the sides and flip the pitch as well which just <laughs> <laughs> negated the whole effect um, it, it seemed alright though it was quite uh, quite easy playing against Ollie it was uh... <laughs> <laughs> I should have played against Ollie I no I didn't understand any of the controls but I seemed to just run up the pitch and well it into the goal and it kind of worked uh, okay I think if it's the type, it feels like it's the type of game that if you got good at it, if you put if you put a couple of hours in, yeah. it could be quite satisfying. Yeah, I think so it'd I be easy to get to like first on the leaderboards online or something if there's only a couple of people <laughs> playing it. But um, yeah, so if you're a lacrosse fan, all three of you out there, this game's probably for you. <laughs> um, after that, you played I Hope. Mm. Tell us about that. Yes, yeah, so this was a little platformer and. All the money that the developers are making from this game is going to charity, which is great. And the game itself was about fighting cancer. So you're traversing kind of quite simple landscape. You'll come across evil creatures and you'll be able to hit them with a staff. But your staff, interesting, well, coincidentally, looked quite like a lacrosse stick. Yeah, no, <laughs> so it was almost like a Casey Powell platformer. But, okay. uh, you had to hit the enemies and then as soon as all their health was gone, they'd kind of turn into a bad cell and you could hold the left trigger to absorb that and you'd get some powers. It's pretty much um, traverse the levels, try and find four collectibles in each of them, which spelled letters. Um, it was H-O-P-N-E, which spelled hope out. And it was one level per kind of area. It was quite short levels and each level seemed very different to the last so first one was kind of grassy plains, some mountains. Second one was more mechanical. There were cogs and other bits and pieces in the level. 
Uh, you've got different power-ups and abilities in each one. So second level, we unlocked gauntlets, which give us more strength that allowed us to do more damage to the enemies and also move objects in the world. Nice. Um, each which opened up some more puzzles, I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. So added just some more concepts in and stacking those on top. Then we got a gong in the third level, which allowed us to freeze certain objects from moving. Um, so there'll be a section with platforms raising up and down from a lava-filled room, and you'd have to hit your gong while you're on the platform <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to to get your platform up. Um, right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good, right? Um, okay, enjoyable. Yeah. And of course, all the proceeds go to charity. Yeah, so. yeah the game itself, it didn't feel... It obviously wasn't groundbreaking. It felt a bit clunky in places, and there was a point where we got stuck in a wall and had to quit out and restart. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the money is going to charity, so you can kind of forgive it a bit, for that, yeah. I suppose. But enjoyable nonetheless. Mm, yeah. And you got two achievements, 200 gamer score. Hefty yeah. size achievements uh, in that game. Okay, then on Wednesday, Ollie started a fresh Neverwinter character. Uh, we had tons of uh, quite valuable gift packs to give away for Neverwinter during that stream. And we are going to be restarting these uh, well, at least once a month, I think. Um, so if you are interested in Neverwinter, like the idea of leveling up quickly because we have VIP packs and all sorts of starter packs and all sorts of different things to give away every time we stream this, check it out. It's a massive game. They just launched a new expansion for it this week, uh, which takes the total gamer score up to, I think it's 2,500 now. It's vast game. set in the Dungeons & Dragons universe, so um, lots of cool fantasy in it. And actually, Ollie grasped the game more in five minutes than I ever saw you do. Yeah, so well, so if you're watching along, it's actually he knows what he's doing. He seems to like this okay. kind of game. So. Yeah, no, he definitely does like this kind of game. That's why it works very well. So check those out. We'll be um, streaming again next month on Neverwinter, where he will continue his character. I think he got one achievement. They are quite tough to get, especially early on. Um, it's definitely a commitment, isn't it, to work toward the achievements. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a doesn't massive. hand them out easy. Uh, okay, then Thursday you played Babylon 2055 Pinball, uh, which is a very... So, so we did um, Atomic Heist first. Uh, oh, okay, the, yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, Sorry. on the Wednesday. So this Atomic Heist um, was a top-down 2D roguelike sci-fi shooter. Wow. So you're, <laughs> you're a little spaceship, and the flying around of the shooting part was great, but the roguelike part made it kind of... It, it was difficult. You started off on a ship, you had to collect your core first of all, then you went through a portal, put you into a randomly generated level. Uh, it's very kind of cubey, so you, you kind of just traverse through corridors and little rooms and stuff. Lots of enemies, you could kill all the enemies of the level, then go around and collect ammunition and stuff like that. Radiation affected you as you were going through the level, so your health would be constantly dropping and you could pick up power-ups that would decrease the radiation damage you were getting. Uh, you started off with standard guns, but the power-ups you could pick up really changed for weapons. Um, so it add extra shots to it, extra guns to it. You could get napalm shots, splinter shots, which you'd fire and they'd kind of scatter almost like a firework and do additional damage to enemies. Nice. Um, it was really good, and you got to the teleport at the end of the level, went down to the next level, and it just continued on and on and on. We put it down to the easiest difficulty, and it was solid. <laughs> we, we just kept dying constantly, and even though it's supposed to be roguelike and you, you 
playthrough level you expect to make a little bit of progression die yeah. come back in and then you've you're at least starting from somewhere a better position than you were yeah. initially didn't feel like we were at all it just felt like we were losing everything every time so do you get like cash to so, make your ship better so you, you didn't get cash you got um power-ups that would unlock but they didn't there didn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to how they unlocked to be honest and you had six slots on your ship and you could pick either six level one power-ups or four level one power-ups and one level two power-up. So okay, they, yeah. you got more powerful upgrades as you went through. But the, the upgrades didn't seem to do much. And you had in-level um, perks as well. And taking those, they usually gave you a big positive but loads of negatives. So you'd move 10% quicker, but the enemies would do 50% more damage. <laughs> or you'd do 50% more damage to the enemies but you'd, your shots would be 50% slower and the room would be dark. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. it, it was all right. If you like those, we had a guy called Sardine Packer in the chat and he loved it. It was, it was his cup of tea. Right, okay. <laughs> Sardine Packer. Okay, so maybe watch Great Sardine Packer well. play this if you yeah. want to Unless see someone working on it properly. Okay, um, then after that, you only got one achievement in the mm. hour, which is yeah. embarrassing. Babylon Pim- Pimble, which is basically the same, looks like exactly the same game as Quantic Pimble, uh, from the same publisher and developer, with the same font, <laughs> the same tables, but a slightly different colour scheme. Yeah, it was literally identical. So it's just a reskin of a game. Um, it's a pinball game. You start off with a table, you welly the ball around for a bit, and then it'll pop up and say completed don't really know what causes a level to be completed and that'll open up a shoot that you can get your ball in to take you to the next zone yeah it's just continue um, that to complete the level you had to do various bits and bobs you had to get the multiple and then you had to jack did go get, up each ramp jack did get both balls in at once yeah to be honest this game the chat made him turn it off Really? Well, people are yeah. not enjoying it. Well, it's I, okay I for it. short bursts, I think, but for a full hour, it was a bit. But we gave away every pinball code we have because it was like we're not playing these again. <laughs> like, so I, just, I think really? the the issue with it was it was just standard pinball, and the mode on Quantic that was amazing was the special level mode, and this was a cross between pinball and Space Invaders. So it was all. It, it, You've got to hit your ball up, destroy the enemy ships, and you move on to different waves, and it progressively gets harder. But you've actually got to play through so many tables to unlock that. Yeah. And mm. to unlock that, and you, I don't put, know, you it, played it, the first table for about 10 minutes, mm. got what looked like a decent score, and yeah, then went back to the menu. And then it's like you need to get whatever score or play this t- the other table 15 times before you can unlock the next one. Yeah. You know, just rubbish at pinball because I unlocked five of the achievements in Quantic Pinball in very short time. So that, yeah, this was quite interesting. But we uh, decided to cut it short at half an hour, and then we moved back on to Adventure Powers, which was one we streamed for a week prior. Okay, uh, that's that's good fun though. That's a very good game. Uh, I won't talk about it though because we've already spoken about it. As long as a giraffe, dude. Yeah, yeah one of a giraffe. But it was a good chance to show it off again because we had some issues with our streaming software on the day we did play that originally. Oh yeah, of course. So yeah. people could see it in all of its glory this time. Okay, cool. Right. Okay. Next week we are playing Emily wants to play too, which I watched the trailer for yesterday. I nearly had a heart attack. Corgan. 
Apparently Agatha that's a, knife. an easy thousand cargan, so uh, Agatha Knife and Drago Dino are all next week. Uh, okay, site news. So TA play this game, Dave. We've got a new one. Yeah, so the voting ended and it's gonna be Alice Madness Returns. Ooh, interesting. Okay. So it was a nice close vote this time around. It was really. Yeah, it? same as last month. Last month was super tight as well. I've, uh, I okay. give a vote. I Mine always come last. I'm just <laughs> whatever <I've only> <laughs> Has anyone played Alice? I have not, no. No, no. Okay, no. I might try. I I don't own it. I don't know whether it's cheap at the moment. Uh, oh, it's fifteen pounds. I think I'm just going to pretend Batman Arkham Asylum one and play that. <laughs> so is that back compat? I presume that must be back compat. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have. Chosen. Yes, it is. Okay, cool. Um, excellent. Okay, I don't know anything about that game, but it looks pretty cool. She's got a knife, so I don't think it's a kiddie game. No, I would assume not. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to some regular news. All right, so games with gold titles got. Leaked, I suppose. I think Xbox threw up a video by mistake over the but, last what, what weekend. It was an unlisted video that appeared, wasn't it? So I don't yeah. know how people figured out the link for that. For that. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's just at home typing random numbers and letters. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so we are going to get Super Mega Baseball 2, which uh, is going to be launching actually as Games with Gold, which is fun. That's May the 1st till the end of the month. We've got Jack's new favourite game, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. That's May the 16th to June the 15th. Uh, Sega Vintage Collection Streets of Rage, May the 1st to 15th. That's obviously a 360 and back compat. And Vanquish from the 16th to the 31st. Okay. Um, so is Super Mega Baseball 2 the follow-up to Super Mega Baseball 1? Yes. <laughs> it is. Your powers of deduction. <laughs> no, I just looked on the page. So... Uh, Super Mega Baseball 1. Okay. So it was called Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings, uh, the original game. Um, I think I might have played this. No, I haven't played it. Uh, it's rated 3.1 out of 5. So not massively. It looks quite cartoony. I think that's good for a, an Xbox One baseball game, though, isn't it? That's Lots of people playing it. I wonder if that was originally... Oh, this is on Games Pass. Okay, so the first one's on Game Pass, and the second one's going to be Games with Gold. So you can have a lot of baseball fun for free. If you have both those subscription services. And Jack would recommend MGS5. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you haven't played that, you're in for a treat. I haven't. Is it stealthy? Uh, you can kind of play it how you want, so I suppose. Stealth um, does benefit you, but you can go running and gun in if you want to. Yes, I do. <laughs> Obviously, I'd rather do that. <laughs> okay, um, we had some surprise news from Discord. Yeah, so Discord and Xbox are going to be syncing together. So there's going to be an option in the social little settings area of Xbox One where you can link to Discord. And I think you can do the same in Discord and link your Xbox Live account in there. It's not going to be fully integrated. You can't party chat or anything like that. But it's going to show, like you can do it on, on PC at the moment, where it'll show what game somebody's playing on their Xbox in Discord. Basically. Okay. Not massive functionality, then. Okay. No, so not like the chat rooms or anything like that? No, it's just literally that that showing what you're playing. But it's uh, it's a start, isn't it? And if they're, supposed to, yeah. they're talking together and working together, you never know. Chat, especially with what else PC games. PC, I, I mean, they've got part. chat already, so I don't know what else. Party, party chat's a thing already, so it seems like an odd... Yeah, no, but like, say that 
um, if you're playing Sea of Thieves on Windows 10, you've got to launch the Xbox app on the computer to speak to somebody, whereas Discord... Uh, maybe Discord don't yeah, or yeah, if you're yeah. talking to people who don't have Xboxes via Discord, you could just hop into a chat room or whatever, that'd be ace. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, but it's not out yet. It's going to be coming to Insiders soon. So, no idea when that's going to be. I got an update yesterday and it wasn't for me, so... Okay. May 2018's Xbox Game Pass editions have been revealed. So, good ones this time. Well, we've got Homefront the Revolution. That's not so good. Uh, La- oh, I remember playing that. <laughs> Laser League. I've no idea what that one is. I've never heard of that. It sounds interesting. Laser League. Overcooked. That's a great game. Which if, is really good. Yeah, if you've got somebody to couch court with, that's definitely worth trying. Pro Evo Soccer 2018. All right, I suppose it's not FIFA, but it's yeah, it's good. good. It's looked That's really good. nice. Uh, State of Decay Two, which is obviously releasing into Games Pass because it releases in May. Uh, the Escapist, which I know has got a lot of love, and Unmechanical yeah. Extended, which is a pretty simple Again. completion if you want to check yeah, that out. Apparently, this is good. I think this is a good list. Uh, on the three hundred and sixty, we're going to get Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, Laser League's just come out. All right, okay. So is that? In fact, it's not out for two weeks. So that's but someone's got three of the humans as well. Then yeah, I suppose it's like interesting how some like if publishers have got the some of the little ID games and stuff have got the option to launch straight into Games Pass. Straight into Game Pass. Yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, they get a good return from it, and other publishers follow, and maybe we won't have to buy any games at all in the future. <laughs> Laser League, we've got as an action game, but I don't know anything else about it. It looks. It reminds me of Tron oh, there is a trailer. from the We've initial trailer. picture, but I don't think it's yeah, like yeah. Tron at all. It's just people in um, suits with lights on. <laughs> Maybe it's like a funky <laughs> dance troupe or something like that. Yeah, a little rave on your Xbox. <laughs> um, I'm all over it. The Defiance 2050 closed beta is starting today. Um, it was on the PC last week. I think the console got cancelled like close to last weekend but it's going to be available this weekend we gave away a thousand keys on the xbox one they all went super fast we do have some ps4 so if you're in north america and have a ps4 and fancy giving it a go go over to true trophies and you can just look at the game news basically and you get a code so it revealed instantly if you want to give it a go uh, that's one until the 29th. I'm not sure about it because this is a 360 game that it's not really a remaster or anything it's just kind of Improved. Okay. It's not like a full-on remake or a remaster. It's basically it's, the same game with some improvements, I think. Is there any word if the achievements are unlocking the beta? Because we do have the achievement list up. I'm guessing not. No idea. They don't normally in betas, do no. they? No. I mean, it looks quite extensive. I don't know how fast the levelling up is, but you can play up to level 25, which sounds like you get quite a bit of gameplay in there if you're going to give it a go. The Xbox One May update has released for everybody it's been sort of like an insider thing for a little while it's added some weird things like game apps and groups so you can sort of like pin your games in you know like folders i suppose so you, like the example they've got is like 100 percent complete like you just uninstall them wouldn't you i don't know why you <laughs> yeah, what's the point <laughs> But yeah, you can, it makes it easier if you're organising stuff, things for boosting, things you ought to play, things back or something. Yeah, I guess. New refresh rate, so obviously the Xbox One X, they've made it so you can play it on a 1440 monitor. Uh, that's actually like a natural resolution now and 120 hertz refresh rate. Uh, you're going to be able to trim game clips and things 
directly after you've recorded rather than going into the really slow and bit cumbersome upload studio. And you're going to be able to upload game clips straight to Twitter and things like that, which is pretty cool. Nice. Uh, improve family settings, uh, some other stuff. The weird thing for me is the noise of the Xbox changed for no reason. Ooh. When you turn it on, it makes a different noise and when you're hovering over different things really? yeah it changed completely um maybe it's not this update but i've had it for a little while and just like it's wrong sure your completely. ears just haven't, haven't <laughs> no, no, <laughs> what I, noise is it can you can you demo it for us i don't know if you can hear it See if you can... Uh, I, I was hoping you were going to emulate it with your voice <laughs> so did I. I was, uh, uh, don't like change no, no don't like change at all. <laughs> it's weird it's like going from it x which i haven't got in the preview program which sounds normal and it's the other one which sounds just odd but yeah enough of that Sea of Thieves, the ongoing problem with achievements and the the most grindy achievement list ever. They've actually fixed one of the achievements that was unobtainable recently. Oh, you had to nick someone else's chest oh, and it. then cash it in. Right, okay. And lots of people have done that and it wasn't working. They've fixed yeah, it. Yeah, to be honest, looking at this, I'm not sure it's properly fixed because there's 60,000 people played the game and yet this apparently this is one of the easiest things to do. And they've still only got 300 people unlocking it. So Nobody's playing I'm it anymore, sure. that's why. <laughs> no, but apparently it was supposed to be back. All right, okay. Backfield. Um, maybe I'm start the game or something like that for it to trigger it, possibly. Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. But there's a whole load of fixed issues and things going on there. So they're still working on it. Well, I'm sure the game will get there eventually. And the ongoing loot box controversy it continues. That I think it was Belgium recently said it was kind of a gambling and now Netherlands has asked for more changes so it looks like all of the uproar that happened over Star Wars Battlefront 2 is actually bringing about some positive changes for gamers yeah good we got a question on that in a bit um okay back in pack news we just had the original Xbox games that were announced in the outside Xbox yes they're now all available to purchase digitally to all of them yeah yeah are they all? The, I think they're all the same price, fifteen pounds or something like that. Uh, not too sure. They're not something I've okay. honestly looked at to purchase. <laughs> they don't have achievements. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Okay, let's move on to the mailbag. We had quite a lot of questions, so we've we've whittled them down. We have. So the question of the week this week goes to Adam on Twitter. He asked, uh, "Achievement hunters regularly purchase easy one K games in the never ending pursuit for gamer score." Do you think this niche of gamers is large enough that developers can get by selling cheap gamer score boosts in the form of bad games, or is quality of gameplay still the most important factor? This is an interesting question. So we've got a similar thing on Steam at the moment where publish, certain publishers are just adding 5,000 achievements, which is the most you can add, to loads of their games as, as free DLC, which is effectively making those cheap games worth loads of achievements. Just because they know people want to get the achievements, or want, and you don't have to do anything with the achievements. You normally you just leave the game on, or you just click your space bar a few times or something. It's, you know, it's really, really trivial to get them. And so there's obviously a market for it. Otherwise, these people wouldn't be giving themselves. I mean, the developers, they look, they look like they're just cashing in. Some of them had like proper games that they've just added spam DLC to so they've effectively <laughs> yeah. destroyed the original game I think if you have a number and you can increase it in some way people will always want to do that won't they <laughs> yeah well apparently so yeah. so yeah there's, there's obviously um, enough people doing it on Steam now that it's become a thing to actually do so yes I believe there probably is a market I think that those Steam games a lot of them are very look like they're very 
quick and easy to produce. And it's probably a different matter producing a game that's going to get certified on Xbox, probably a lot more costs involved. Yeah, I think you'd have to almost hide the achievements behind something that at least has some gameplay in it and is playable. But Oh, for sure, yeah. They wouldn't get away with just... Well, yeah, I assume no. they wouldn't get away with just having a game where you just literally press start and you get the full I mean, thousand. Saying that, though, if you created like a pinball game, you could just reskin it. You could stick <laughs> well, five yeah, easy right, 200 so. gamer score achievements in there. Yeah. Just you didn't manage it. to um, manage to pop too much. No, nah, they front, didn't though. make it easy enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Otherwise, you just snapped up both of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would, um, there are a lot of easy score games, but they are still games, aren't they? Like it. Yeah. Like I, I've played so, quite a few of them, but the even if it, some of them are short little platformers and things like that, but the, even the the worst of them is still a game, even if it's badly designed. I don't think. The achievement lists seem to have some design to them as well because you don't get many games now that are like Avatar, which was just push no. the B button. There's actually some progression to the achievements, and they're usually spread out over the game to make you get to certain points at least. So I'm going to use North as an example. Okay, so North came out a couple of months ago. In fact, it was the beginning of last month. It is very cheap. It's four pound five bucks. And it's a very easy completion. It's about half an hour um, if you use a guide. And we've got 3,000 people that have played it on TA. Now, that's a reasonably large amount of people for a game that, well, I, I can't think of many reasons why you'd play it unless you just wanted to score. Well, it didn't have any real publicity, I suppose, with a title that small. No. You have to assume that most of the people playing that are TA well, um, if you look at the people members. that have finished it as well, so 2,929 people have played it, 2,762 have the lowest ratio achievement in it. As in they've completed it? Well, potentially. They might have not got all the other achievements along the way, but okay. they should have. Yeah, well, yeah, 2,733 have completed it, so it's 94% have completed the game of those that have played it. And... As I say, the completion's under an hour. It's got a score of 1.6 out of 5 from 500 user votes. So its, rate, it's, it's rating is pretty terrible. Um, and yet, there's still 3,000 people that have played it. So if you multiply that up by £4, that's around 12 grand. I don't know how much of that the developers would actually see, and I don't know how many of those people played it um, for free because they were given codes like we were. But I don't know. How much does it cost to make a game? I would imagine twelve thousand pounds, even if they got half of that, six thousand pounds. It's not that much. And as well, you've got to factor in as well to sell it. I don't know what regions that game's available in, but you've got to cover the ratings and all that kind of stuff. You're not getting it. So that, yes, I've, I've, I know other games have waited to get sales to publish it in other regions because they couldn't afford the you know to get it yeah, done in like the cost. UK, the ratings button stuff. So, so I, I can't imagine. They're making much from that. You've, no. you've got to think though, that um, development cost for that might be lower for them because with something like this, a lot of the ID titles that are releasing are ports of PC stuff. So they've already yeah. got some initial coming. Um, I don't think so. It feels like one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I don't think it was. So yeah, North and of course Steam. we're only talking about TA here. Um, we don't know what the global Xbox sales were for North. It released on Steam in 2016. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, it's on yeah, the Switch probably... as well. PS4. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. So they could probably port it pretty cheaply. 
Yeah. So maybe there is. Maybe there is. I think if I think that's probably key. If you can make one version and put it on a load of different platforms and make it easy easy to complete, you'll probably make some money. It'd be interesting um, to know though, because obviously the Switch has got no kind of achievement trophies. Oh yeah, that's a good point. How that's well really it's selling point. on there? Because I mean, the, <laughs> it's selling really bad. I didn't pay any attention to the story, and I just didn't understand it, and I fell out a walkthrough. So mm-hmm. to me, there, yeah. there wasn't much gameplay there. But I know when Lucy did our site review, she figured out that it was about like. Um, immigration and stuff like that which oh I, yeah that's right yeah. i never picked on so i was just walking around and hitting things yeah there is a bit where you have to do your, your passport at the at the desk isn't there yeah so the, uh, when you kind of follow a guide and just rush through it like it's easy to give it a one out of five when you just basically watch the video and click some buttons without paying any real attention to it so yes i think there is probably a market for it I think it's a it's always a gamble making a game though. There will be costs involved. Your comment about the Switch was interesting because even though they don't have the achievement system over there, I think it probably did better than you'd expect because of the. I, I don't think the Switch has that many games, just for lack of games over there. Yeah, true. So more people probably picked it up because it's something new, something they haven't seen. And it's cheap. And it's cheap. Yeah. Interesting, but yeah, good question. I think that I think there probably is. Um, a niche of gamers big enough that the developers can get by. Actually, um, North on Steam on Metacritic, it's only got three reviews. It's got a seventy, a sixty-five, and a twenty-eight. Okay, so, so somebody is liking camp. it somewhere. Yeah, the twenty-eight person obviously used a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Adam. Interesting question. Let us know your thoughts on that. Yeah, let's know if you're a developer making a, an easy gamer school game and how it goes. Uh, yeah, let's know if you're a developer making a rubbish game yeah. <laughs> with easy gamer score in it. Driving around in a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> I shall get in touch with you on Twitter, Adam, and give you the choice of codes. I think there was what was it we had yesterday? Was it 163 games in the sack at the moment? Wow! Except take off the two rubbish pinball games they've gone now. So <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. Right, don't listen to these guys. I was good at Quantic Pinball and quite enjoyed it. <laughs> Next question is from our favourite Wookiee, Chewy on Ice. Uh, based on the average of the community scores from each game, what are the top five highest rated series on TA? Um, and what are the top five lowest rated while you're at it? So uh, we put our top data analysis, uh, Ollie, on the case, and we have got the top 10 of each. So um, we haven't split out the different types of platform series. So uh, I don't know why this is, but Batman Arkham, the PC series, which I'm guessing includes exactly the same games as the Xbox series. I think it would just be Arkham Knight and Arkham City. I don't think Arkham... uh, Sorry, it would be Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Arkham Knight didn't release on PC. Ah, that might be why. That might be why. Okay, so that is top with uh, 4.64 average between the two games. Um, Whereas the actual Batman Arkham series on Xbox has an average score of 4.2. So I wonder if uh, you might be right, and Arkham City has dragged that down. I certainly thought that was the weakest of the three games, so that would probably be why. Um, Second is Portal with a 4.6 average score. Then we have Ori. Are there more than one Ori game? It's Ori, then Ori, definitive edition with a stack of... Okay, so ignore ignore those two. Cut that bit out for me, Dave. (laughs) Uh, Then we have the Korean version of Bioshock. So that must be Bioshock 1 and 2, but maybe didn't have um, Infinite in. Uh I don't know if there's a Korean Infinite, um, which is 4.5 and a half. Uh, And then Diablo, which is a very well-regarded series. 
uh, and followed by The Witcher. So there's some and Dark Souls, so, and then Forza Horizon. Oh my goodness, there's there's massive, massively well thought of games across the board here. But yeah, Batman Arkham on the PC is the one to play <laughs> if you want to start a new series. Uh, and Portal, I think we we all enjoyed both the Portal games, so that that makes that makes perfect sense. Okay, bottom fifteen. Coming right at the bottom is a game I own, which is Rock and Racing, uh, which is suitably terrible. Uh, then Nickelodeon Dance, uh-huh. Deadliest Cat, <laughs> the game from the TV series, a uh, Burger King. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's more than one Burger King game. The, they did a set of free games for publicity. Okay. One of them was a really weird platformer. I think they were made by um, Blitz Games, so a okay. UK-based studio, but only released in America and given away as free things with your Happy Meal or whatever. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, we've got the Connect Fun Lab series down here. We've got um, Outbreak, which surprises me. Isn't that supposed to be quite good? Is that a horror game, isn't it? So no, that, that horror game. Game. Outlast. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Outlast. Okay, fair enough. Ignore that comment. But yeah, there's some um, there's some interesting series at the bottom of the list. Um, I'm not even sure if it's possible to search uh, TA in this way, which is probably why you asked. So we might make that possible or we might stick this spreadsheet, do a little bit more analysis and stick this spreadsheet in the podcast notes. Uh, if you're looking for a new series to play, uh, this would be the place to start. Thank you, Chewy. Cool question. Okay, uh, next one is from Atlantis Rhythm. I thought this would be a good question for you guys, especially with Games with Gold, Game Pass, EA Access, and all the review copies you have lying around. Uh, so this was, a, I think it was an editorial piece that Kotaku did, and they said, does spending more money on a game make you feel obligated to play it? 100% it does for me, yeah. If I've yeah. just shelled out cash, I will, I, will, I will definitely feel obliged to play a game. Unless maybe I put it in a sale and I'm hoarding it for... Some sort of GTASC type Again, contest if, or something like if that. If you've bought in a sale and you think feel you've got a good deal on it, it just goes on the backlog, doesn't it? And you, yeah, no, yeah, so, it's terrible. so you don't feel obliged to play it because you've got a deal on it. Yeah, that's probably true. But yeah, spending more money. If I buy something full price new, then um, I will I will try and start it within a couple of weeks of purchase. Although I bought um, a way out last month and I haven't started that yet, but it's a bit different because I need someone. To... I need a friend. <laughs> There's a friend out there. Yeah, right. Contact into the, me. Right into our yeah. PO box and offer to help. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go out for dinner, play some a way out. <laughs> a wonderful time. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys feel the same? I'm... Yeah, I'm definitely the same. It's odd though, isn't it? Because in theory, the game's a game's game. It shouldn't matter if you just if it's just come available on Game Pass or it's something you've just gone to the shop to buy for fifty quid. Yeah. If it's the same game, you should want to play it no matter what. It's a bit odd for me because like the games with gold are generally games I've either left because I didn't want to play it or I've got Game Pass I've owned and I've not played anything in it yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> EA Access I buy a year just so I can play FIFA for ten hours before it comes out. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah, for sure. And Madden when that releases for free. Um, I don't know. I guess so. I, I, I'm lucky. I don't tend to buy too many. When was games. the last time you bought an actual game? <laughs> it's, it's like 2009 or something. No, I'd, I'll buy rubbish in the sales and. Um, like if it's just and I, I I buy some of the easy stuff for ID, but yeah, I suppose I'm I'm in a pretty fortunate situation. What was the last full price game you actually bought? Do you remember? Um, Call of Duty World War Two. Okay, was that last year? 
yeah, that yeah. was like that's, that was only six months ago. That's an interesting one, actually, because I bought Call of Duty World War II pretty much at launch, but I ended up getting a bit of a discount on it. I got it for about 35 quid. That's not um, Have you played it? But I've played it once, I think. Oh. So I haven't felt obliged well. to play it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, I bought a Nintendo Labo today. You bought a Nintendo Switch as well, didn't you? <laughs> last yeah, year. I'm obliged to play that. <laughs> I said on console. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be now. Now I've got some cardboard, cardboard to fold. Uh, <laughs> How long have you actually spent... paid? Because you, you streamed like an hour or two. That's it. That's is that it? That no, was one hour. Yeah, I played one hour of my Switch that I bought for full price. And um, the Nintendo Breath of the World was... Uh, no, Zelda Breath of the World was £60. Yeah, and the well. Labo... Yeah, the Labo was £60. So I've spent, I don't know how much the Switch was, I've probably spent 500 quid for an hour's gameplay. It's an extra <laughs> paperweight though, isn't it? So. Not, well, it's in the garage. I haven't even unpacked it since we moved house. Ridiculous. So I will be cracking out the Labo um, next week, <laughs> which is something I ever thought I'd say. What about when you um, um, buy a game twice, Rich? Does that make you want to play it more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't finished that either. So no, I'm, it's almost the opposite for me. The more money I spend on the game, the less likely I am to play it. Um, Good question, thank you, Atlantis. All right, last question this week is from Tatey. Uh, he contacted a, a three PM on site. Uh, his question is. Will publishers such as Activision, who have been told to remove loot boxes from Overwatch, be annoyed at EA for pushing the boundary too far with gamers and therefore cutting off a huge supply of pure profit for their company? This is a great question. I think they probably will be, yeah. So I don't think this this is at the moment just um, a couple of countries that are pushing back, um, as we mentioned earlier. So it's Belgium and the Netherlands looking at it as well. But one would imagine that if... If it gets a bit of a head of steam up, then this could well become a thing across the board. So, yeah, I would imagine they, they would be hugely annoyed at EA for cutting off their cash cow. Um, I'm sure they'll come up with an alternative solution to it. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, EA are going to be in the doghouse. Yeah, I don't um, think it was... It, the blame obviously doesn't fall squarely on them, but they were the guys that kind of pushed it to become a vocal thing within the community. Yeah, um, the people were just really annoyed at them, so they are kind of one of the bigger, uh, bigger people that caused the issue, I suppose. But, yeah, for sure. No, they did, there was all the uproar was around and that. Even if it's in just certain regions, like you, can, I can't figure out how they go right in America. You can pay to win in a game. But in the Netherlands, there's no loot boxes. They, you can't like I can see it have to not a lot of nothing start. kind of thing. They'd have to start splitting people up between regional servers, wouldn't they? If that was the case, yeah, I just it's going it to become bit... totally unfair and unbalanced if yeah, I can just... go off and buy the best gun in the game and you can't just because of where you live. Yeah, so I can see it fair. being a removed completely. And I don't, I haven't read too much into what the Netherlands and Belgium are actually saying. Whether it's they've got to remove no, them completely, either. or if they've got to probably just say this is the chance you'll get something decent. Or uh, I've got no idea what the thing is with it. So. It'd be interesting to see as other people have their say and get involved. And like EA kind of reworked theirs completely, didn't they, for Battlefront? I think they're all kind yeah. of cosmetic items now rather than being. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, 
guessing that even that won't be allowed. I don't, I don't really know. We'll have to read the Belgium. Sorry, we've done terrible research on this question. <laughs> we'll read the Belgium. What well, actually the law has changed, and uh, and then we'll we'll have a think. I'll about brush it. upon my Flemish over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do that. Um, thank you for your questions. Um, keep them coming in. Before we move on from the questions, there was oh. one question from Isaac Tushsuk who last time he spoke to us or sent a message into the podcast, he said he was expecting a child. Um, he asked us a question this week about not having much time because of having a child. Ironically, we haven't got enough to answer his question. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations on the birth of your child. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. It's a real life achievement. Mm, exactly. Um, Ten game of school. <laughs> <baby. laughs> um, right, let's move on to new achievements lists. Jack, your favourite game we have the achievements for? Yeah, we've got Babylon uh, 2055 Pinball, 12 achievements. Uh, another ACA Neo Geo game, Ghost Pilots, with 12 achievements for standard list. The Invisible Hours, with 36 achievements. Emily Wants to Play 2, which is the sequel. Um, which we're streaming next week. Streaming next week, 14 achievements. Rocket Wars, with 20 achievements. What's that? It sounds like a war with rockets. I like both yeah. those words. <laughs> Looks like quite it is a shoot 'em up. Quite a fun achievement this actually. I'm all over mm. it. Shoot 'em up. I'm going to play that. Okay, um, we've got Forgotten Anne with 33 achievements. Laser League with 24 achievements. Defiance 2050 with 33 achievements. Super Mega Baseball 2 with 42 achievements. And loads of Windows 10 titles. We've got Titan Slayer with 16 achievements. And uh, Deluge of ACA Neo Geo games. We've got King of Fighters 96, Art of Fighting 2, 2020 Super Baseball, Magician Lord, and Polestar. All, and they're all the Windows 10. All Windows 10 variants, all with 12 achievements. So it's all stackable gamer score. Um, some new DLCs too. Had a new title update. The Lost City of Omu for Neverwinter with eight achievements, 55 gamer score. Pinball FX3 got the Star Wars Pinball Last Jedi pack with nice. two achievements for 10 gamer score. And Lego Marvel Superheroes 2 got the Marvel Avengers Infinity War movie level pack with five achievements for 50. Okay, cool. New releases. So today there's loads of stuff coming out today. Uh, Agatha Knife, Drago, Dino, which we are both playing next week. And then a load of ACO Neo Geo titles for Windows 10 all come out today. And then next week we have Battlezone Gold Edition. Those Game Pass things are hitting Super Mega Baseball 2. Uh, Through the Woods. And then another ACO Neo Geo game. And then City Brass uh, next Friday. Not bras. There's two <laughs> S's on the end of that, in case you were wondering. I just wanted to say a big shout-out to Ubisoft UK, who invited me to an event yesterday for The Crew 2. Um, we've captured loads and loads of gameplay. I can't talk about it yet. It's embargoed. But they also managed to squeeze me into a uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, driving experience, uh, which was totally unexpected and totally awesome. So um, thank you massively to Ubisoft for that. That's it. Have a wonderful weekend. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.